How can I explain things unseen when I can feel it? How can I attain the answers for questions that linger? Or if my mind could wrap around the facts, make them tangible, it be easy. Yeah. The way I'm feeling, it's just beyond a Welcome back, everyone. Hi. <laughs> um, so we got another story to share with you. I was excited. Thank the Lord. Yeah, I thank the Lord. No, I was excited because we keep asking you guys to share. And I think that this is just super new. And let's face it, it's kind of intimidating to share your stories sometimes. Yeah, got to put yourself out there. Yes. And I'm excited about this week's because it was, again, sort of unexpected and it was somebody who was sort of a blast from the past, but he didn't even realize we what our podcast was about, and he had shared his story, and I said, you you should be on our podcast. Yeah. <laughs> and his eyes opened wide. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Why? <laughs> I mean, it's, you know it's bad when you start to have conversations with people, and you're only half listening because all you're thinking is, oh, just can you not tell this whole story because it'd be great for our podcast. This would be great content. <laughs> You're not my friend. You're a content machine. <laughs> oh, I feel terrible saying that out loud. No, I'm just kidding. But yeah. seriously, I was thinking that. <laughs> but this is a very special person to our family. So my older brother, Nicholas, has been friends with Jake for, well, let's see. Oh, gosh. Easily. Let's almost not 15 age years. poor Nicholas. No, I, I'm trying to think. They've been friends since they were in college. So a long time. I would yeah. say almost 15 years they've been friends. And Jake has been his roommate. They've been fraternity brothers. They've they've traveled together. They've gone to Dubai together. I mean, I, I can remember a good amount of time where we always said, look, Nicholas, if you never get married, you should just like live in a foreign country with Jake and just travel because they're like travel buddies. <laughs> life they partners. Just, right. They yeah. were totally life. And they totally are. They still are. They understand each other better than any friend my brother has. And we love Jake. So... A, just a tad of a background on Jake. He is a very good-looking guy, mm -hmm. if I do say so myself. Very handsome. Very handsome. Yeah. <laughs> you have, like, kind of a guy crush. Yeah. Only a little bit. Make him a little uncomfortable as he <laughs> listens to this. <laughs> Sorry, Jake. But he is. He's a very handsome fella. He is very charming. He is just, he's very, you know, smart, educated. He, you know, used to be a school teacher in Florida, he just is kind of the whole package. So it's really no surprise when he was living in Florida that it wasn't incredibly difficult for him to date who he wanted to date. Yeah. Um, at one point, in fact, I'm pretty sure Jake dated like an NFL cheerleader, a, a, a former NFL cheerleader. Like, Either way, that's whatever. pretty impressive. <laughs> <laughs> whatever. I mean, sure. So I was always like impressed with myself that I could date like high school football players when I was in high school. But oh, that's, yeah. you know, yeah, I thought that was like the pinnacle. Yeah, you dated a college <laughs> rugby player, too. I know this guy over here. And then I married him. <laughs> wow. I know. So I'm cooler than you, Jake. No, I'm just kidding. So needless to say, it this story to me stood out immediately just because this was very much out of Jake's character. It's not that he's never been 
passionate for people before. He, yeah, he has. He's a very, very dedicated boyfriend. He is very loyal to who he's with. Um, but just his journey to where he is now was what immediately triggered me to say, Jake, I'm, I haven't seen you in a couple of years, but you need to be on our podcast because his story is the epitome of Beyond a Reason. Yeah. Melissa literally carries a recording device around, so uh, <laughs> be prepared. Anything you say. It's on the up. record. Yeah. So don't talk to me unless you are okay with being on the record. So <laughs> that's just the news in me. But yeah, so here is Jake's story. He was willing to uh, record it again for us so that we could hear his voice and kind of, I don't know, you hear how smitten he is with the love of his life, Claire. Yeah. And their story is wild. Mm -hmm. It's so good. You can always hear when someone's telling a story and they're smiling as they tell their story. Mm -hmm. And he was definitely smiling. So. Yeah. So here Enjoy. you go. So last summer, it was July. We went out for my dad's birthday. I went to a restaurant and the waitress, I noticed her. She was like pretty cute, but I was with my family. And so I was obviously not going to hit on her. But then what happened was my dad left his credit card in the bill. So we got back to my house and my dad realized he left his credit card and he was like, oh, he's like, I left it at this restaurant. I was like, I'll go get it. So I went back, ended up talking to the waitress and she was like, oh, like I'm really a nurse, but you know, I just worked here for extra money. And there's definitely like an attraction there and we have a good conversation, but I was living in Florida at the time, moving back to Connecticut. And I just, I don't know, I just felt kind of weird asking like, oh, hey, like can I have your number. And so I just like kind of backed off and then I went home and I was like kicking myself I'm like, oh, I should ask for a number. And when I moved back to Connecticut in September, I went to this restaurant like every Sunday trying to find her because that, that, that was the day that we went to the restaurant. I couldn't find her and I was telling my friend about her. And then in October came and my friend who I was talking to her about his sister had a party at that restaurant and he calls me and he's like, Hey, I think your waitress is here. And I was like, no way. So I went to the party at the restaurant and she was there. We ended up talking. Uh, and that night I ended up getting her, her number and her Instagram. And we were like texting till like one, two o'clock in the morning. And she was like, Hey, like, I don't know what you're looking for, but like, I'm kind of involved with someone right now. So I just want to be honest with you. And I want to be fair to that person. And like, we're trying to figure stuff out. And I was like, no problem. Like you do your thing. And I, you know, doing my thing and like just moving back. And um, she then like hit me up in like, you know, end of November, beginning of December. She was working nights at Hartford Hospital. And so like we tried to find a time that we could hang out and it was just like a little difficult. So we went to our, our first date in the middle of December. And then we actually spent New Year's together. And that was like kind of like our maybe like third, fourth date. But after that, it became like we just like became inseparable. And then coronavirus hit and she's a nurse. And so my parents are older. I was living at my parents' house. So we ended up getting a apartment together. And now we're living together and dating. And what I found out later is, you know, I definitely did some research and tried to find her when I, when I went home. But I found out that she, when my dad left his credit card there, that she also looked at, like, his name and tried to find me. But we just, uh, you know, we just waited till we saw each other again. And, you know, things, things worked out. Okay, so I'm going to ask you a really quick question, which is, do you think the pandemic actually helped your relationship in a sense like would you have moved in this quickly or gotten this close if not for quarantines and everything that's a very good question i think that i don't mind moving in with someone like if there was no pandemic i would move in with her you know again in like three months but i'm also kind of a kook i don't know if she would i think i think she would i think we both pretty much have the same feeling about it what's been nice is 
the pandemic has really forced us to go through like something pretty intense in our first like couple months of dating, which has definitely tested our relationship. And we were like joking, like if we can get through this pandemic, then there's like nothing else we can't handle. Oh my gosh. I just get goosebumps. <laughs> it literally sounds like it could be a movie. Right? You know, Matthew McConaughey starring oh, why as you Jake. Matthew McConaughey. You just, <laughs> you like him. Like, it's weird. I don't like him. Yeah. I'm sorry. That's a whole other side note. And I'm sorry if I offend anybody, but <laughs> I just feel like he's burned Leonardo DiCaprio so many times. All right. Maybe Leo. Leo plays Jake. Wow. Jeez. Just give Jake the best actor out there. I mean, I don't know. Let's go with somebody who's like, like a Bradley Cooper. I think that Ooh, would be yeah. perfect that could for work. Jake. Like buzz cut. And he kind of looks like yeah, Bradley yeah. Cooper. Yeah. All right. That so works. Bradley Cooper plays Jake in his fairy tale story of meeting Claire. We're going to call it <laughs> meeting Claire. But such a precious story. Yeah. I mean, amazing. I have goosebumps because there are certain aspects of that story that jump out to me. Of course, that are so beyond reason that you have to imagine someone above us is sort of pulling some strings to make that happen. My mom, I remember, always taught me that if you can let something go and it comes back to you, it was always yours to begin with. And immediately that that stood out to me in the sense that Jake didn't ask for her number and Mm -hmm. was kicking himself. And then, you know, eight months later, here he is moving in with the girl of his dreams right. and it's just one of those things where you know it's out of our control it was out of our plans and even though you maybe thought you messed up mm-hmm. i mean imagine derek if if he had asked for her number and she thought wow this guy is like kind of a tool i'm i'm all set yeah. that would have ruined it right. or if he had asked for her number he was in florida and she was like he's clearly not into committing maybe that would have ruined the relationship right. leaves a bad taste in her mouth and, yeah. yeah or you know what if he had pushed the relationship relationship when she was kind of up in the air about what she wanted to do and if he was like pushy about it that could have ruined things there was just so many instances where he just sort of let fate if you want to call it take over Mm -hmm. or a higher power take over and he just sort of saw where it went but I just felt this determination in this need to be with this girl was very out of character for Jake. I was going to say, circling back to what, not that I know Jake, not Mm -hmm. as well as you for the past decade, but like you said, he's like just this charming guy Mm -hmm. who, if he wants your number, not that he's like aggressive, but likely you're going to give it to him if you're single or interested or whatever. Mm -hmm. And um, this was just different, but this relationship this, this is also different. This made him nervous. You know? yeah. 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 I just, it was so funny because even when he said, you know, oh, I was with my parents, I looked at him and I thought, Jake, do you know how many times like in college and in granted college is another thing, but my mom would go out with my brother and Jake and their whole crew and Jake would never stop from like, you know, telling a girl that she's beautiful or whatever. And my mom's sitting right there. Outgoing extrovert. Yeah, he's not a nervous guy at all. So the fact that this girl was so different just to me was immediately different about Jake. But then the way he handled it Mm -hmm. and the way it all sort of turned out, like, where do you hear stories like this? It's crazy. I just I I don't know. I just love it. And I just want to go walk through a meadow or something. Yeah. And I think (laughs) (laughs) it's a lovely little image. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I think it also just touches on the theme of really the last three weeks, which is that COVID-19, as terrible as it is, Mm. has had some positive implications because similar to Alex and Allie's story, if you listened last week, which you should have, um, they were kind of forced to, Alex and Allie and both um, Jake and Claire were forced to just get to know each other and Mm -hmm. get deep and get like uncomfortable within those first couple of months Mm -hmm. and typically that can take in a non-covid world like a year to 
Yeah. And you know, the other thing too, babe, is that with quarantine and especially like he mentioned, Claire worked in a hospital. Mm. So there, it was literally just Jake and Claire. There, there was no real other right. option. It's yeah. like, where were you going to go, Claire? You no couldn't, escape. you couldn't be with family. Jake couldn't expose his family. So it was either you were isolating yourself or <laughs> you were going to make this relationship work. And it sounded like there was no issues. But right. what I guess I'm saying is, you know, for you and I, I remember when you and I first moved in together, and you learn about the good, the bad, and the ugly. And I yeah. will never forget that. Oh, a couple of things that drove me nuts about you was that you, Here we go. you would never take your socks off before bed. And then the next morning when I'd go to make the bed, there they were. Your socks were like in the covers and I'd have to find them. Then I'd have to match them. And I thought, why can't this guy just take his friggin' socks off and put them away? It's pretty difficult. It's It drives me up a wall, but I've gotten used to it after 12 years. But then the other thing that drove me nuts about you, and you still do it to this day, is that you leave the top off of the toothpaste. That drives me crazy. Why do you have tops to toothpaste if you're just going to leave it off then it gets all over the counter in some way shape or form and it's just these little OCD moments of mine that I noticed about you and I thought wow if I <laughs> I noticed these things about you we moved in together after six or seven years together yeah. so yeah. these guys moved in like six or seven minutes later you know what I'm saying it just in yeah. comparison if I had known this Welcome stuff about to our you, couples there <laughs> How yeah, does right. that make you feel? How much do we have to charge you guys for taking on our? No, I'm just saying. But like, but yeah, you there's know little like just idi- idiosyncrasies things. that um, you're not seeing mm-hmm. in the little lunch or dinner dates that you do in a typical world. You're at your but best. Yeah, you really show like your perfect hairdo and your perfect behavior, and everything's perfect, perfect. And good lord, when I wake up in the morning, I am far from it. Yeah. Good. <laughs> wow, just really laid out there. Well, hey, you stuck it to me. So, yeah, that's yeah, true. Yeah. That's fair. No, I definitely have some weird quirks. I <laughs> I mean, yeah, you're not wrong. So yeah. it, it's just in it's amazing to me where, like you said, the pandemic it has had such a terrible impact on so many different aspects of our world. But in these little relationships with people who we know personally, like your best friend since you were seven years old, yeah. you know, that relationship I would say almost thrived probably quicker than we had imagined because of the pandemic in some sense. And I think in this situation, it was interesting because, you know, for the guy I've known to be my brother's best friend for a long time, I think he's always been the guy that he would move in. Like he said, I would move in with Claire and I think she likes me enough to move in, but he kind of seemed hesitant at first. Like, "Uh, I don't know if she would have done it or not, but they got to this level of, she was devastated that she couldn't come to visit us when we talked to Jake about this a few days ago because it was already at that level where she wanted to know his friends. She wanted to know her friend's family. Yeah. And and that's a beautiful thing. And and after dating for a couple of months, when do you want to get that that deep? Or when when do you feel that emotionally and lovingly connected to somebody? Right. Yeah, you yeah. know, like it, I just think that there was somebody who back in July of last summer was saying, I know you like this girl. I know you think she she's something special, but this is just not the right time for you. And then when the timing all linked up, this boom hits our yeah, world. Yeah, and yeah. ultimately, it could have made the relationship thrive mm-hmm. versus if it had happened eight months earlier. Yeah. And I, I think another thing that's kind of tied to that in between the whole like meeting each other and then actually dating mm-hmm. I think a lot of the times in our day-to-day life, we can feel these, like, um, I almost call them, like, magnetic pulls Mm. towards Mm -hmm. 
someone or something or some new habit that you know you want to do or something at work, some project at work that you want to work on or some love interest that you have. Mm -hmm. And it's so easy in our modern world to just be like, no, like that's nothing. Let me just ignore that. Let me put my head down. Let me keep with my current habits and my Mm -hmm. current day to day and everything. But something called them that pulled them back together, Mm -hmm. you know, like, and even if I don't know where they stand in their faith or their belief or whatever, but um, clearly they trust that instinct, mm-hmm. I'll call it, mm-hmm. and it worked out. So, and I think, I guess what I'm trying to say is believing and acting on that instinct is something that we should all kind of work on because mm-hmm. a lot of the times it, it leads us on this path that we're supposed to be on mm-hmm. and ignoring it really doesn't lead down good paths and it's and it's crazy to think that every single decision we make and do is connected to something to come you know like that that is a crazy thing to think about like i i watch sometimes in the news how you know and and it's not every time i mean don't sit here and and listen to derek and i and think okay so because i pick up this piece of trash i'm going to become a millionaire that's not what we're saying (laughs) but it's just it's a lottery unless you know something that we don't and (laughs) your garbage can has a bunch of gold in it but basically it's just amazing how when you are sort of leading this life of just finding peace within somebody kind of like I say I always say pulling the strings from above other than taking control of your actions your attitude and your way of thinking we have literally no control over anything nothing we don't have a control over what well, I don't have control over you I don't have control over my boss or the toothpaste I don't have, oh gosh don't bring up the toothpaste we are so getting beyond that <laughs> but I don't have control over what the weather's going to be like outside I don't have control over if a a driver cuts too closely to my car there are things that we just don't have control over and every decision we make good bad different small large whatever it is is connected to something minor major whatever Mm -hmm. but it's just this crazy idea of like every single thing that jake decided to do leading up to this relationship was calculated somebody calculated this (laughs) this was planned this was planned and this went the exact way that somebody had planned it was not on Jake. I'm sorry, Jake, you're an amazing guy, but you ain't that good. (laughs) But this was something that was predetermined as Mm. far as I'm concerned. This was all lining up like a jigsaw puzzle. And Jake did not see it in July. He didn't see it in in September. He didn't see it during the holidays. There was something along the way that was pulling him to that end destination. Right. Because at any point he could have decided, you know what, I'm going to stay in Florida. That could have happened at any point. He yeah, could have like decided that, to just start dating somebody else. I feel like that part of the story is kind of glossed over. The fact that he even like moved states. You right, know, like, right. And then he ended up moving back to Connecticut huge. anyways. Yeah, yeah, I know. That's yeah, big right. part of the story. That's a major part of the story. Yeah. <laughs> so good for you, Jake, moving back. And we did miss you. So yeah, I'm welcome. glad that you did. Welcome back. Welcome back. <laughs> welcome re back to Connecticut. <laughs> but it's true. I just felt like this was, do you see now why I carry a tape recorder around yeah, with me? No, I mean, there's definitely some like legal gray areas that you're getting into. <laughs> <laughs> not getting is anybody consent. here a lawyer does anyone want to be the beyond a reason podcast lawyer or yeah, what would we're that not be? marketing it well legal team we yeah. need a legal team we are a few steps away from a lawsuit no i don't think so jake won't sue us not jake but somebody in the future yeah. i don't really carry around a tape recorder before anybody gets a bad idea and calls the cops on us wink, i wink. i 
stop doing that because they literally are have only known us for five episodes they probably will think that i'm this psycho i'm not but my reporter hat is always in my back pocket that i will say yeah I can't help if I start to have a conversation and it turns into an interview. Right. And we're no worse than Alexa. She's listening right now. Why do you, why are you creeping everybody out tonight? (laughs) Good Lord. Well, the whole point (laughs) was that I appreciate you, Jake, for sharing your story. I think it is just the epitome of what this podcast is about. And you can't even lie sitting here and listening to this, that it didn't make you just sort of smile and think about, well... Like after I heard Jake's story, I and correct me if I'm wrong. Did I not come home Sunday night and go, can you tell me the story again about the first time you saw me and why you liked me? You sure did. Literally. I (laughs) asked him that like right before bed. I was like, dare. (laughs) He's like, oh, God, what? I was like, can you just tell me about the time you first saw me and what made you like me? I mean, because that is what Jake's story reminds me of is that, you know, even going back 12 years, our story is just to me is wackadoodle it's hilariously everything about it yeah. everything about us and the toothpaste <laughs> yeah, it's all wackadoodle toothpaste. yeah you're gonna put Folks, the top I'm on gonna, tonight i'm gonna really try hard to put that top on tonight <laughs> it's gonna be off by tomorrow night do don't for worry you, about it jake and claire wow not even <laughs> for your wife good lord well thank you guys so much for listening jake thank you again for sharing your story god bless you and claire hope you guys have a wonderful relationship claire we can't wait to meet you Mm -hmm. um so stop working so many hours at the hospital although thank you for saving so many lives (laughs) so seriously seriously (laughs) on a serious note uh being a frontline worker is no joke and I just know from working in news and hearing from so many like you uh, that this has not been an easier time for you. So thank you for all that you do. We tip our hats to you. We thank you for your service. And hopefully you can get a weekend off soon and we can meet you so I can hug you from a safe distance. Yeah, social distance hug. hug. (laughs) An air hug. And uh, we're really hoping that this whole sharing your story thing catches on. Uh, We have a couple more stories coming your way over Mm -hmm. the next couple of weeks, which is really exciting, but we'd love to keep it going. So um, go to our website, uh, beyondareason.com, or you can catch us on Facebook, Beyond a Reason CT, and share your story with us. Yeah. So we're excited to hear from you. Thanks again, Jake. And we will talk to you all really soon. Have a great rest of your day. We love you. Beyond a reason